In a year where we struggled to feel gratitude, it took a little more effort than usual to get our annual thankful episode together. But in spite of that, or maybe because of that, it's got some really good stuff in it. Stupid ass 2022. What are you doing to us? <laughs> you know, I got to say just for something funny, you know, like 2020, the year of the pandemic, everybody hated that year. I loved 2020. 2020 was, it worked out. I loved it for me. There was no traffic. I stayed home. I worked a lot. <sighs> But there was no traffic in the store. I made a shit ton of money. Yeah, you made extra money. Um, I love 2020. 2020 was when I got sent home and started working at home yeah. full time. And I thought it was going to be for a couple months. And then it ended up being like uh, indefinitely. And I was like, really? So I just kind of made myself comfortable here and it was, and, and then I had, and then I had the hysterectomy. And so I just oh, kind of, right, that was then, yeah, that was the year, that was the year of the, the uterus, which I, I love that word when I got, I got the, the uterus yoinked out and, uh, I spent a lot of time resting and taking care of myself and it was kind of awesome. Stopped having periods. Yeah, and it's, like, it's awful to say, but I love twenty twenty. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, there was a lot about there was there was a lot of things in it that sucked, but I I liked the staying home. Oh, oh I didn't I realize it. how long I was going to be staying home, but I I liked it. I just remember one day going downtown San Jose. Everything was closed. And there were like no cars. There was no fucking cars, and I remember I went with a friend. And we did this. We rented the scooters, you know, where you put in your little credit card and you can rent the oh, scooters. Uh-huh. And we just in the middle of the street, all through downtown. Oh God, how crazy! It was awesome, and that was so much fun. And that is the most fun I've had in years. Oh my god! You know? <laughs> that's nuts! Oh my god, that's nuts! I mean, I, I know it was tragic it. for all the business owners and everything, sure. but personally, yeah, it was fabulous. 
my god. But anyway, but now we're in 2022 when we have to... I mean, it's 2022 and I'm still kind of trapped in my yeah. house and all this other shit. And we shit, have to but... try to find things to be thankful for because, hello, Thanksgiving is coming up. Yeah. And that's what we do this time of year. And some years, it's... Some years we just go, you know, silly and... And and some years we try really, really hard to come up with something serious and... Oh God! You know, I was uh, I was thinking about because um, so my the job that I have right now, uh, three years ago, so twenty nineteen, uh, this time of year was when I had just started that job, and even though twenty nineteen was the year that I was in my severe horrible depression, at this time of year. At, at in this month in you know thankful time in 2019 that's a hard episode for me to listen to because i was giddy with thankfulness about how awful my year had been because it made me appreciate how happy i was so much more because I thought that things were really going well for me. Because I didn't realize that two months later, it was all going to fall apart again. Oh, uh, well. Because 2020 was the year that I was like, you know, you know what? Fuck you. Oh, yeah. And that's, why, and that's a big part of why 2020 was so good for me. But that'll all. Well, you know. yeah, you know, yeah. retrospect, you know. <laughs> yeah. But that's, you know. But that's kind of part of the kind of stuff that we're going to be talking about. But we're, yeah, so, you know, we have things uh, this year that are a little deeper than, you know. I mean, in the past, we've been thankful for things like Showgirls. Oh, yeah. And The Egyptian Lover and stuff and Wayne Newton and stuff. Yeah, I think our first thankful episode, I think it was our first, I was talking to just a couple weeks ago of a friend, mutual friend. You know about this episode and what I wanted to do and how it's going to be so weird this year. And he was just like, I just remember my favorite episode of your thankful episodes was the copyright violation episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was the first one. That was the first one. And I was like, yes, that was fabulous. It was really good. Yeah, we copyright violated all over the place on that one. And, you know, we never heard anything about it. Well, no, because nobody knows we're here. I mean, you know, nobody knows we're here. But I thought it was funny that he said that. (laughs) And depending on which platform you listen to us, you may or may not be able to go back that far. But if you go to our website, you can always go back that far. Now, was that our first or our second thankful, the copyright violation episode? It was was first thankful. Oh, it was the first. first Okay. And I remember us talking about it. We were like, Maybe we're not allowed to do this, but I remember us being. Oh no, no, we knew we very we careful we we about times. Not, and I think there was yeah, a but, time limit on things we can do, right? Yeah, but we knew we were playing a little too much. Yeah, because there was. I mean, it's it's like you know a certain number of seconds, but there. But we we played, we played more than, but you know there's but there's a lot of stuff about. 
you know, uh, accepted use and it, it's, it's all copyright law is dumb. Yeah. And some of it was just like such esoteric bullshit that nobody would care about but us. So anyway, we digress, but yeah, anyway. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, we, if, if we're going to play a few seconds from like, you know, Vice Academy, which or we did or yeah. I love copyright violation. I'm just going to go on record right now. When yeah. I, I mean, when I played... think of copyright, it's like Don Davenport mainlining that liquid eyeliner. I'm just like, yeah. ooh, copyright. Ooh, copyright. It just gives me a rush because I think it's so fucking stupid most of the time. But anyway. Uh, ooh, Aunt Ida. Yes. Ooh, it just makes me feel all, ooh. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> on to the episode, <laughs> which has no Thankful. copyright violation in it. Gratitude. <laughs> yes. I, well, I have a thing, and I'll just kind of get this one out of the way because it's quick. And then we'll get into the yeah. deep shit. The thing that, um... I don't I don't know if if uh, a lot of our listeners I I mean the fact that some of you might not even notice episode graphics some of you might not depending on what platform you listen to you might not even see them um, because sometimes they show up and sometimes they don't depending on where you are um, I make like an episode thumbnail thing that goes on the episode and we use it for advertising the episodes and whatnot on social media. And sometimes I don't really know if people even look at them, but the thankful episodes when, after we did the first one, the first one was just, you know, just a regular it at the time, you know, it, we didn't really realize that of course we would do it every year. And the second time we did it, um, I just, silly, silly me, I called it Thankful to Electric Boogaloo, and I made a graphic that mimicked the Break Into Electric Boogaloo movie poster with a little neon, the, the neon styling of the, of the lettering, and I found a, I used a neon looking turkey. Uh, which is fabulous. And, yeah. Which is really yeah. cute. And so... The next year, I um, I was like, oh, well, it's Thankful 3, so I wonder if I can come up with a movie that has a distinctive poster that I could do like a Thankful 3 that's like a, a movie that's a 3 that might be distinctive, and... Um, I decided to go with Thor Ragnarok because that was yeah. kind of big at the time. And so I took a Thor Ragnarok poster and I replaced Thor's head with a turkey. Um, and I made it thankful Ragnarok. And I changed the Marvel Studios logo into... I, I, I turned it into like a bitchin' studios. I mean, uh, thankful Thor became... Jaws for the revenge, yeah. and instead of the shark, it was a fucking turkey coming up out of the water. Uh, five was uh, Empire Strikes Back, and it was a turkey in Darth Vader's helmet. 
Um, six, which was last year, was uh, Thankful Balboa. Yeah. Which was, of course, Rocky Balboa was the sixth movie in the Rocky franchise. The reason why I'm saying all this is people don't even notice that I'm doing that. <laughs> and I put a lot of work into those. And this year, I'm giving myself a break. And that's, that is what I'm thankful for. That this year, one of the things that I am trying really hard to do for myself this year is giving myself a break as often as I can. And a lot of people look at my the way I live and my life and how busy I am and whatever. And they don't seem to, it wouldn't look like I'm giving myself a break. It wouldn't look like I am, but I actually am because if they don't, they don't see all the things I'm not doing, you know, they don't see all the things that I'm not beating myself up over not doing. So, uh, allowing myself, so this, you know, this episode, when it goes out, you will notice it's going to have the most simplistic <laughs> episode graphic. Uh, I mean, almost hilariously simplistic that I could possibly muster on purpose because it will represent me making absolutely no goddamn effort. Yeah. <laughs> on purpose. On purpose. To be the opposite of how much work I've put in the last six times. An amen, girl. <laughs> because giving myself a break, it does so much for my emotional state and my mental state. And it is not easy for me to do, but it is so important. And I am doing it. I'm really, really, really doing it. And I think we need to give them a thing, Spike. We can give them a drop that they could plan out their yes, show. Yes, I think we've uh, got to find some time and get get time to do, do that. I think we should do it right now. I think we should do it right now. Look, I'll show you how easy it is, Spike. <laughs> Watch this. I'm just going to do it live. Okay, do it live. Like that bloke screams. So I'm just going to do it live. Watch this. Hi, this is Dr. Dan from the Two Skeptical... I can't do it now. I can't speak. <laughs> Too much pressure. I'll try again. I'll try again. I'll try again. Take 52. Hi, this is Dr. Dan from the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast, and you are listening to the most... Bitchin' Boutique. See? That was easy, wasn't it? Okay. They could send us one. We could play it in ass. Yeah, yeah. Right, you do it. Yeah. Right, off What do you want me to say? Whatever, whatever comes to mind. Hi, this is Spike from the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast, who ain't no bitch, but you're listening to The Bitchin' Boutique. Oh, that was good. I think I hope they use that. Let's see if they cut it and put it in their next show. Diplomatic community. It actually goes back to around that time, around Thanksgiving of last year. I had, actually, I hadn't thought about this literally, honestly, until five seconds ago. Oh, okay. 2022, for me, has sucked. It has been nothing but a 
goddamn nightmare. It started off terrible, and it's just now starting to calm down and get better. And we are recording this on October 29th. Yeah. This has been a fucking shitty ass, horrible fucking year for me. I have spent the whole year either sick or in pain or going to the doctors or fighting with my mother. Mm-hmm. This There is nothing good about this year. Nothing positive. Well, I will say one thing positive thing, so I will say that. That I, oh, you know what? I got to do a mild thankful in a minute for that. Okay. Before we get to the biggie. The small thankful before we get into the big thankful. I just got to say, I got to throw it out there to the universe. My pagan workshop that I'm working on has flourished this year. We're getting our shit together. We're getting our classes together. We're getting a following. We're getting the website done. It's happening. And yep. it's so... And we know that we promised you guys news, and it's not ready to get students yes. yet. But we we know we told you we would let you know, and we haven't left you out. Yes. We just It's not quite there but yet, but it's, it's getting there. so exciting, and we actually will have, when it goes live soon... We have meditations, we have articles, we have videos of past classes that are all going to be available. So I'm thankful for that. It's coming together and something that I dreamed about is actually coming and I've been working on it yeah. in this past year. But And I'm actually glad that you're, you're actually building up a lot of content before you release yeah. it. I think that's actually a really, really yeah. good idea. So I'm very grateful for that, and it's coming, and that has been my saving grace, because yeah. 2022 has sucked ass, and that is not in a good way of sucking some hot guy's ass. It's in a really, <laughs> really bad way. Anyway, I give it to you. Yeah, for those of us who for those of us who don't who don't see a good side to sucking ass. <laughs> but yeah, I give it to I mean, you. There, there was there was that point in twenty twenty two when you came home to Texas for a little yeah. while, which was awesome, but it resulted in you getting COVID and getting really fucking yes. sick. So even that good part God. resulted in oh my god! <laughs> oh, I had a great Every time. Every time something good happened, it ended up being really. Shitty. Oh, I had a great time, but yeah, then I got fucking COVID. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I will say, just on just a funny thing about that, right? So where I work, they don't fuck around. Oh, of course not. And. Most places are like, oh, you got five days and you better come back to work. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Oh, girl, no, no, girl. We had to be away ten days. To make goddamn sure. And yeah. had to give photographic evidence of a negative COVID test. From a real doctor. Yes. Like not a home and test. And... I only work 32 hours a week. 
I got paid for two weeks, 40 hours a week. (laughs) Because I had COVID. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, so actually, (laughs) that was kind of okay. (laughs) It it helped you feel a little bit better. It was kind of okay, yeah. Yeah. It was like like getting a raise. (laughs) Kind of, yeah. I was like... Kind of. Oh, sure, okay. Oh, because I remember calling and I was like okay, I'm ready to come back. Will you put me on the schedule? And they were like, well, you can't come back until me, 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 me. And I was like, oh, okay. But I got paid, so I don't care. Yeah. That's a... Yeah, no, no, no hurry. Yeah, that's a positive a thing. That's, that's, actually, that's two positive things. Yeah, that they took care of you nicely. Yeah, so maybe you, I don't need to be such a negative Nancy, because that's just two positive things, right? So yeah, anyway, so tell me what are yours? I already told you mine. Do you have any minis that you just thought of? Because I never thought of these minis until just now. I mean, I could say things like I've... I had some good moments at work where... I, I mean, okay, let me say it this way. There was, there was a period of a couple months this summer where I, I could describe it as I did the work of 10 people and I kicked ass Mm -hmm. at it. Like I basically was given an assignment. Um, a normal assignment would be, okay. So what I, what, what my job is, I basically proved that not only do I do really good work, but I proved that if you actually... If everybody does what they're supposed to do and everybody cares, a lot of fucking work can get done. Mm-hmm. As long as everyone isn't sitting around just whining and not working, you can get a lot done. Yeah. Um, and so what happened was uh, there was this huge assignment. A normal assignment would be I I make, I do the coding to create online courses for the federal government, for the treasury department. And, um, so the field assistance offices, which are basically those walk-in offices that like, if you have a question about your tax return or whatever, and you go in and to like a IRS walk-in office and you're talking to somebody, all of those offices all over the United States and Puerto Rico, um, all the, all the special online training that every one of those offices got this year or that they're going to get later this year and the beginning of next year to get ready for, you know, the next filing season. Um, all of those offices, all of the online training that they get was coded by me. Oh, all of them. All See, the entire United you States are and so live. And it was, in one assignment, which an assignment, a project assignment is eight weeks long. A normal assignment would be here. We have this one training course that needs to be coded and you get eight weeks to do it. Eight weeks is way more time than you yeah. really need. But sometimes you end up kind of needing all eight weeks because things go wrong. But when things go right, um, you can do 13 courses 
that are the equivalent of 600 pages of content that are, you know, that combined to create six different audiences, you know, the, the like different combinations of all those courses to, for different audiences, um, come totaling, you know, the 600 things. I, I like, I don't, I not only did it in eight weeks, I, I did it with plenty of time to spare so that we had plenty of time to meet with the territory manager and make sure that we, that's like, well, is there anything, is there anything special you want? Like things she didn't even know she could ask yeah. for. And I'm like, oh, I can do that. Oh, you, oh, you want me to just have some of the class, some of the classes just not have the last lesson to that course. I can yeah. do that. I can, I can customize it to the, st to the student. I can, you know, and she was just like, oh, I, I didn't, I, I didn't know I could ask for things. It's like, oh, sure. I can do, I can do whatever you want. It's like, this is computers. Computers are magic. I can do whatever you need, you know? And I mean, there were days when I, you know, in a period of three or four days, I could create from scratch, like a 150 page online course, just pull it right out of my butt. And other people will have like a 40 page course that at the end of eight weeks, we'll be lucky if they finish it Ow. because I don't know what the hell they do all day, every day, but I, apparently they're not working, you know? And sometimes if you have a project manager and the people who write it and the person who's managing and the person who's, who's doing all the web development and all that stuff. If you have the, if you have a combination of people who don't do their work and are all just like sitting around and whining and not actually giving a shit or whatever, then yeah, shit doesn't get done. But if you have a combination of people who are all on the top of their game and all give a shit, look how much work can get done in eight weeks. And I blew everybody's mind this summer. And on the one hand at the time, I was like patting myself on the back, like I rock. And then at the same time I was like, Oh shit. Now they know I can do that. Now they're going to expect, yeah. <laughs> they're going to expect that of me all the time. But that's a but good like, mini thankful that you can do it that. Is, oh my God. That's big. That's that big. That like That's I have big. I have basically earned my place yeah. at the top, like I have I have I have ascended to the throne in my department. Yeah, and that's awesome. That's big. It's kind of crazy. Like I, you know, someone who taught herself HTML without even realizing yeah. it years ago by messing around with little bloggy websites, you know, one one you know formatting tag at a time, and next thing I know. I'm, you know, creating training for all the that's awesome walk IRS walk-in offices all over the place. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's nuts, and yeah, that was kind of cool. That's good.
American Thanksgiving has its own patron saint, and it's all because of self-important Protestants. Did you know I'm an opinionated bitch? Okay, so two things right up front. First, in case you haven't figured it out by now, I was raised Catholic, hence my fascination with the saints. And second, probably more importantly in this context, I'm a descendant, on my father's mother's side, of William Bradford, leader of the Mayflower Puritans and eventual governor of the Plymouth Colony. I am so fucking white, people. So here I am, all ready to do a segment about the Vale of Veronica, which is one of those weird, sketchy relics that just appeared out of nowhere one day. And then I thought, you know, there probably isn't one, but I'm just going to Google it anyway real quick. Patron Saint of Thanksgiving. Son of a bitch! And I go down a rabbit hole that just made me mad. And it's not fair that I have to sit here being annoyed all by myself, so I'm sharing this shit. As if American Thanksgiving isn't problematic enough. (sighs) Okay. So, fact number one, which actually made me laugh, I'm not gonna lie. Back in the Middle Ages, apparently Catholics weren't allowed to read the Bible. And that is hilarious to me and to all the Catholics listening, because we all know that Catholics don't read the fucking Bible. We get one for First Communion, and then we put it on the shelf, and we never look at it again. And the next thing is that when the Protestant Reformation happened, plus the printing press, suddenly there's Bibles all over, and people are reading it, and boy, do those Protestants really relate to those enslaved Israelites in search of the Promised Land. So now we've got the Pilgrims, this group of Protestant outcasts who totally cast themselves as the Israelites in a pretend play where they were going to cross a scary sea to arrive in the Promised Land. And in their writings, and the Puritans loved to write shit down, and they were really big on being long-winded and bloviating, and yes, I realize that sounds a lot like me, shut up, but they described themselves as the chosen people, and King James as the Pharaoh, and William Bradford said the journey they were on was just as vital as that of Moses and the Israelites. They were such Moses fanboys, the Bibles they carried had Moses on the cover, and they believed they were living the story of the Israelites. Like them coming to this continent fulfilled the purpose of the original story. And that is some goddamn nerve. They're not just coming over here and seeing land with people already living on it and going, hey, cool, those guys are saving our seats for us. But they're seeing themselves as the chosen ones. And boy, fucking howdy, does that explain colonialism in a nutshell. But Amelia, the saint, who's the saint? As if I wasn't angry enough. We've got Protestants out there 
thinking they have the right to declare Moses the patron saint of Thanksgiving. Protestants don't get to throw that phrase around. Protestants call everybody a saint anyway, and that's just ridiculous. Words mean things. Patron saint is a thing. It doesn't always make sense why someone is a saint of this thing or that thing, but damn it, that's Catholic shit, and you Protestants stay in your fucking lane. Don't you have evolution evidence to deny or something? I mean, I just yeah. feel like I need to say, like, to the people that are listening, if you're feeling shitty like I've been feeling shitty all year, um, mm-hmm. just look back and I just realized, you know, a couple things and I could probably come up with more if I thought about it, but I'm not going to do so right now because how boring for the show, right? But there's always little things that you can feel thankful for that'll lift you up. That you didn't think about oh, yeah. before. That are just day-to-day shit. So, anyway, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, for the most part, uh, I mean, yeah, because when we sat down to do this episode, we each had one yeah. thing. I mean, they're big. And, and, and honestly, but, and, and it was, and it was like, it was struggling to come up with Yeah, those. but now I mean, that we, I'm We spent the last month yeah. going, oh my God, we have a thankful episode to come up with. How the hell, after the year we've had? Yeah, because we can all talk about, you know, our dog <laughs> and our friends or, but you know, if you think about like little things. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, shit, a year ago, my dog started having seizures, mm-hmm. but the fact is I'm thankful that since that first few days of him having seizures, since he's been on medication, he hasn't and had a single one. one of those little thankfuls. Oh my yeah. God, my little my little angel puppy. And you know what? The medication he's on for his seizures, he doesn't he doesn't freak out in thunderstorms anymore. Oh my God, that's through, awesome. Like, kablam, like shaking the whole house thunder and lightning the other day. He fast asleep. Oh, that's awesome. Didn't even wake up. Awesome. Feed a barbital, baby. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Ooh, and I'm thankful for Zola. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, and I got to say, I'm thankful. I'm not going to go into this now. I'm just going to say, new this year. I am thankful for mirtazapine. <laughs> it is a miracle drug. Look it up. Why couldn't I have been on Zoloft the whole time? Yes. I can't imagine what I'd be feeling right now. Thankful if I for Mirtazapine. Anyway, so. Okay, now for yeah, the biggie. So now for the biggie. <laughs> Hi, this is Two Girls on a Bench, the podcast. So we're two writers who tend to procrastinate just a bit. We like to snack. We like to talk. We don't have time to write, but we have time to do this podcast. We certainly do. Join us on the bench. Listen in. At number two, Girls on a Bench. So early of 2022, the year is shit. (laughs) 
The year oh shit. An old friend was coming to visit. Um, I was kind of excited, but also kind of trepidatious. Because the last couple of visits that I'd had with this friend were like 50% fabulous and 50% shit. But I just sort of put it off to, we're all, you know, we're both old and grouchy now. And maybe we just don't get along anymore. We have different perspectives, which we absolutely do. But anyway, this visit turned into a nightmare of this friend um, actually being aggressively rude to my mother, which really fucking pissed me off. Um, Although at the time, the way you described it at the time, you made it all about your mom. Is that worth mentioning? Yeah, well... Because of the the difference in perspective. Well, no, 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 yeah, that was the... This was the last of it, but before that... Okay. There were things like... So I had to work a couple days when this person was here. And I would come home, and then this person would be, ah, you know, your mother is just such a pain. All she's been doing is trying to make me eat. And I'm like, she's an Italian mama, that's what she does. Well, I don't like it, I don't want to eat that much. And I can't believe that I sat here and had to watch that stupid Yellowstone show. It's nothing but horse abuse. Which is totally not true. But I'm like, I didn't think anything of it at the time. Right. But looking back, I'm like, what a fucking asshole for being that fucking rude to a 90-year-old woman who's being your host, who's trying to share a show with you that she's a big fan of that she really likes. And he's just belittling it. Right. And then the whole football thing, the whole goddamn football thing, and I gotta tell this story. I mean, she does love football. She loves football. This friend does not like football. I don't like football. We all respect each other's fandoms. Or we should. Right? Right. Um, Let people like what they like. She watches football. Every time it's on. And when I was at work, this person, you know, watched a little bit of the football game with my mom, right? Anyway, so I come home from work. And this person is telling me, I can't believe that your mother made me watch goddamn football and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, that's what she does. That's her thing. Like, whatever. You could have, like, gone out. You could have read a book. I mean, what the fuck? And, you know, and he was like, you know, she's telling me all this and that about all these players and all this stuff, and I don't give a shit about football. And I looked at her, and I said, Phyllis, the only thing I've ever cared about football is when I used to have sex with a quarterback in high school. Oh, God. That is a really 
fucking nasty thing to say to a 90-year-old woman. Oh. Oh, my God. I mean, especially speaking as someone who spent so much of my life pretending to care about football, it's like, you can just, you can just smile and nod, but you know? really. At the very yeah, least, smile and really nod. Like, just. Fucking nasty. Yeah. I, I, I. Like, did he think she would find that funny? I oh, mean, no, like, he was just so being weird. a bitch. Oh, my he God. He was just being a bitch. It went downhill from there. I, I cannot possibly detail all of everything that happened in that week that's going to be of interest to anybody on the show, but you've heard it all. Sure. So I'm just going to go forward to the end of the trip. The trip... Because the end was terrible, yes. The end being that, anyway, he left early. And that's yeah. all you need to know. He left early. Basically, huge huge fight and uh, leaving mm-hmm. a couple days ago. And... Yeah. Oh my god, it was just so much. So, it was all so extra. So extra. Oh god, yeah. So, you know, we kissed, oh, I love you, and oh, I'm so sorry this happened, and oh, mwah, mwah, mwah. Call me when you get home, make sure everything is okay, you know. Yeah. So we talked once since then. Right. And then all of a sudden, I got, my email was blocked, my Facebook was blocked, my phone number was blocked. Yeah. Because I called him out because he was gossiping to me about my mom. Or gossiping to my mom about me. Oh. Oh, I don't think I heard and that part. And of course, mom told me that. And I'm like... And I called him so in on he, that. What, did he call her? No, this was apparently when they were here. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay, I hadn't heard and that I part. And I told him this. And I got this long email back that I don't know if it was sincere or if it was bitchy because you can't tell with this person, right? Yeah. And I wrote him back this like, oh, this has been such an important friendship and I'm so sorry this happened and please talk to me if you're upset with me. And I specifically said, tell me, I can take it. Let's talk about it. Right. right. I sent permutations of that message three times. Oh my God. I hear, I, I hear so much of myself in this. I got oh nothing God. back. So then I was like, okay, fuck you. It's over. Um, right. I was devastated. But talking to my friend, Murray. Yeah. Who has a long history of being in therapy and stuff. And I talked to my yeah. therapist about it, too, right? Yeah. Anyway, I realized in all the years that we've been friends, there's been a lot of inappropriate stuff going on. This is somebody that is 20 years older than me that I met when I was very young. And back in the 80s, 
sexually inappropriate stuff was not sexually inappropriate. It just was how it was. Yeah, things just didn't seem the way they seem now. And I, you know, and I was always aware that this friend wanted to get into my pants. Yeah. But never did. Right. But looking back, I remember all these, like, horribly inappropriate things and all this manipulation and all this bitchiness and all this jealous, crazy behavior. I mean, I could tell stories that would curdle your blood, but I don't want to bore it. You know, I mean, we're talking literally drinks being thrown in bars over jealousy. Oh, my God. Tantrums being thrown at parties before all of this made it before just the latest in a long time that I was not interested answering video calls in nothing but underwear repeatedly. Oh, God. Oh, God. I mean, I realized how manipulative and inappropriate this relationship had been for 30 years, and I never realized it. Right. And all of these memories came... And and I gotta say, there's a lot of good memories, too. Yes, 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 yes. Many, many, many good memories... I am not negating that fact. There's no hatred. There's honestly no anger. There's nothing. Right. I acknowledge the good, and I mourn the good. I miss the good. There's so much good. Mm -hmm. But I'm looking Mm -hmm. back on all this sexually inappropriate stuff that happened over the years. Yeah. And our friendship was this person had a crush on me and spent 30 years trying to fuck me. Right. And... Was a pouty bitch because that never happened. Right. So my grateful is for that friendship ending, but really for my perspective on it that I can understand how things can get so fucked up and to realize when things are happening, to not let them go too far, to see in the far view of things, to understand dysfunction and nip it in the bud. Yes, because I could have understood that once you've seen it. If I had the balls and the self confidence and the security to understand that decades ago. I would have caused him decades of pain. Sure. And I would have caused me all this agitation off and on throughout the years. Right. But now, but I went through a huge mourning period about this. Sure. Until I realized, oh, this is what had been going on all this time and I didn't know. So I am thankful for... The death of this relationship and the pain that it brought me because of the perspective. Right. That ultimately what you gained from that is so much better. And that was very verbose. Did that all come out well? (laughs) Oh, 
no, it totally did. And the thing is that, like, because you had you had already you like I knew that that's the story mm-hmm. you were gonna tell, and 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 one of the things that um that I want that I want the people listening to know is that because I've known you the whole time that that friendship Absolutely. has gone on, and I have never. Like, I may have had a slight inkling that there might have been an attraction there, but I have never, ever been aware that any of those jealousy fights, whipping his dick out, yeah. any of it had ever happened before. I I was never aware because you never brought it up. And I think... And I think, and because I've had my own situations like this, not, not like that, but you know, regular listeners know what I mean. Um, where a relationship is kind of fucked, but there's so much good that the bad just kind of gets, I'm just going to set that aside because I'm going to focus on the parts that I love this person and I'm going to focus yeah, on the parts that are good way, yeah. because the bad, the bad, I'm just going to let that set that aside because I'm going to focus on who they are and how, how good this is. And, and you don't, and because you've, you've set it aside so much, you, you don't see that it's become this enormous pile of shit yeah. that you've been setting aside because you haven't turned around to look at it until you've walked away and then you turn around and you see, oh my God, there's 10,000 pieces of oh, shit yeah. that I've set aside and it's this enormous pile of shit now. And it's it's so crazy, but once you've... Once your eyes have focused and you've gotten that that perspective, it is so weird how you start to just like your eyes will zero in on oh, it, yeah. like laser focus, like you will catch it so fast now. Oh yeah, because the second it's it happens, not normal for a friend to be like, "Oh, I just need to jack off right now." And right. then all of a sudden, just whip it out and jack off. Right. And if at if the it's time I was remotely. like, "Oh, I'm young, and this is an older gay person," and maybe, maybe this that's is just, just how, older how gay it is because are. he's so sexually free and I'm repressed. Right. No, totally yeah. inappropriate. Right. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's just how other people are. No, that's not. No, it isn't. But that literally that that literally that happens. Right. And that could I could just go on. Right. You know. And like just there's there's so many weird things that we both have had friendships yeah. that imploded in weird ways and were completely fucked up, but they both if but they both lasted as long as they did because there was all the good I shit. I know, but yeah, like I and just, and yeah. it and it fucking hurts because the good shit was so yeah. good and it's sad and we don't hate them and we oh, don't absolutely no. We're not angry and we don't hate them because you know and also they don't have us anymore. 
And that sucks to be them. Yeah, but I'm grateful, yeah, that it's over, that there's no more tension there. There's no more sexual tension that I didn't understand, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. But, and it's like, it's, once you get past the, once you have all the understanding of it all, and then, like, you can get through that little grief period, and then it's just like, Okay, good. I can put that down. I can set that down now. It's like this whole big thing, this big heavy thing you've been carrying that you didn't even realize. Oh, yeah. And now you set it and down. And I'm actually, I'm fine. Yeah. Because it's, it's funny weird. because the perspective, too, and this is not angrily, right? Not angrily. Right. But the last several times that we had, like, visited or spent time together... It was a fucking nightmare. Yeah. It was just constant. Oh my God, that was so awful. And I had to deal with this. And then he had to deal with this. And I'm, I i don't want to put it all on me, right? Right. You know, that, that it's all like my angst. Because I'm sure that he was frustrated too, right? Sure. But I'm just like, oh, there was this. And there was this. And there was this. And there was this. And why are we even getting together anymore? Right. And so oh, now. Oh, yeah, because I, like, I think about my guy, oh, too, and it's like, God. if he. Well, like, I think about my guy, like, yeah. if he ever. If he ever was just, like, mad because I stopped talking to him, it's like. I, I had it kind of, like, sit, like, cocked and ready to go if he ever thought he was going to be like, well, you're the one who stopped talking to me. It's like, dude, I piss you off. I make you so enraged that you have to stop talking to me for a fucking year because you're so mad you can't be in my presence. Why do you even want to talk to me? You're the one who hates my guts. You know? (laughs) Okay. Let's see. Let's see what comes out of me. Well, without getting too sappy... Because this isn't this even even though we got pretty deep on this one, it's not it's not going to be a super sappy one. But apart from just being thankful that this fucking year is almost over, a fucking man. <laughs> um, and you know, while we were, ta- I mean, obviously, while we were talking, we came up with other things that you know, every second of the year didn't suck. I mean, you know, this the you know, twenty twenty two gave gave me. It gave me She-Hulk, which, you know, I know Pitney has not gotten into the Marvel. It gave, it gave, it gave me Our Flag Means Death. It gave me She-Hulk. It gave me, it gave me Werewolf by Night. Dude, I haven't even talked to you about Werewolf by Night. You would be so into that. I cannot even. Oh, yes. Oh. I can't And I just thought of something too. This is a year I discovered Mika. And I went oh. to that concert, and it was oh, the God. most amazing thing I'd done in years, and I'm obsessed. Oh, my God. Yeah, the fact that you even so went I'm to a thankful concert. So I'm thankful that I discovered Mika, and that I had more than anything. I'm thankful that I had the courage to drive up to San Francisco and go to oh, God, a concert... Right. By, by myself. Yes! Because I spent almost $100 on that ticket. 
and I was so anxious about it the day of, I almost didn't go. I know you were texting me, and I was just like, oh my God, I hope he goes. I but I goes. went, and I had a fabulous time, and I got to be like eight feet away from Mika. And if you don't oh know God. who he is, look him up, Mika, M-I-K-A. Yes. yes. Mika's very pretty, by the way. So Quite yeah, pretty. another thing just popped up yeah. of thankfulness. So, case in point. I'm thankful for how for how great these final episodes of The Walking Dead are. I think by the time this episode goes up, uh, I think the last ep. Oh my god! Oh my god! The last episode of Walking Dead is probably going to air right around this when this episode oh. goes up. Oh my god, you guys! Oh my god! You what guys. are you gonna do? Oh my god! I'm gonna cry so hard when the show ends, guys. It's ending really good. I know, but then after that, then your Hellraiser fandom can begin. I'm hearing the new Hellraiser's really good, though. I haven't watched I'm it yet. I want to, but I'm I need to. I'm hearing it's yeah, really it's, I mean, fucking it's there, good. but I haven't watched it yet, but I will. I'm hearing it's really good. Let's set up a time. We'll watch it together or at the same time. We should and do then that. We'll we could watch it together online. I mean, we should do that. team up on zoom and watch it together yeah yeah yeah. yeah. all right we should totally do that oh anyway yeah. but back to back to you guys <laughs> i mean yeah yeah we're not we're not ignoring thankful you guys. for the new hellraiser yeah. movie <laughs> yes and thankful for things like you know zoom and skype and stuff so that we can do stuff yes. like this because that's awesome um yeah and oh thankful that um i finally oh you know what i got i i, I took my guitar out of the closet you guys <sighs> Oh, yay. I forgot you told me about that. You called me and I you did. were like, guess what it this hasn't is. Been, and I was so excited. It hasn't been yes. restrung. It hasn't been restrung yet, but maybe, possibly by the end of the year, maybe I will. I'm, I may not even get new fingernails yet because if I get new fingernails, I might not be able but to that, play But the it. first song you need to play is Mistress Leela. Mistress Leela? Which one's that? That one that Tristan wrote. Oh, you probably never knew that one, did you? I don't. Oh, god know. damn it! Okay. I know. I know who's sneaking out from behind the bushes. Crossbow, Crossbow and Jane, Jane is thorns in her, her hand. <laughs> ready to pursue anything alien. Everyone, Everyone knows, knows it's Leela. <laughs> On that note. On that note, okay. Classic Doctor Who is always the best way to end oh, an yes. episode. All right, happy Thanksgiving, okay, guys. Bye. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Do you want me to call you in a minute? Well, we're actually ending the episode. No, right I'm now? saying no. Yeah, yeah, no. But I thought we just ended it. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy our show, please take a moment to rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. If you send us a screenshot of your review, we'll send you a Bitchin' Boutique sticker. Everyone loves stickers! Please subscribe or add us to your favorites wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribers get new episodes first and are also more attractive. Drop us a line anytime at pitneyandamelia at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you!
Okay, wait, you. I'm the one who loves you. You're the you're the one who can, who doesn't even give a shit. So why are you? You know. <laughs> okay, wait. Do you hear that noise? Is that your puppy? Is that someone wagging? That tail? is tail wagon. <laughs> I do. I could tell. I can That's tell. That's tail it. wagon. That's yeah. A tail. Is That's is t- is Joxer thankful? Is Joxer she thankful is that we're almost finished? His mom just came home, and he wants to be let out to go see grandma. Oh, is is Joxer thing saying I'm thankful for Daddy and Grandma? Yeah, hold on, let me let him out of the room so we can go see okay, Grandma. Okay, that'll hold be on. a good Easter egg, I think. Yeah, hold on. Oh my goodness. Okay. Oh, all right. Go see Grandma. Oh, 